I was shocked to learn that Michael is only 23 years old. I've had limited interaction with him uh, as part of work. I did some sales work with him about a year or so ago. It was a limited uh, amount of interaction that I had with him and we've been Facebook friends but we haven't really interacted so um, I've seen a few of his posts. He's probably seen a lot of mine um, but I, for whatever reason I just assumed this was somebody that was in their early 30s um, be, just because um, this is somebody that seems to have a lot of clarity very early on in their life that um, you wouldn't expect from somebody until they'd reached they'd gotten at least past 30 years old so i was getting to know michael in real time on this episode i was genuinely uh, quite fascinated by his views on the different types of men uh, what it means to be a man and what are the things that he does to feel like a man as well When men were men. When men were men. I'm absolutely awesome, dude. How, how are you doing? I'm awesome as well, I think. Where are you at the moment? Spain, so it's hot. But it's not sunny today, which is good, because that means that uh, after I'm done with this, I can take my, my beautiful doggo uh, on a lovely walk to the dog park uh, a little bit early, uh, which is nice. That's good. Whereabouts in Spain are you? Uh, Alicante, so right on the sea. So I can't wait to go spearfishing again. Uh, but you're not in this big villa that you were in like a couple of years ago, right? Like no, it was yeah. We, um, no, we actually, interesting story. Uh, we all actually moved from the villa. I met a, a little lassie, a lovely, lovely woman, uh, now split, since split up with her, but, uh, you know, still oh. wouldn't say anything bad about her. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I moved to another little town which had like three roads, which is just unbearably just painful for me. Uh, yeah, coming from London, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, and then uh, moved from there to be with uh, the other co-founders and the guys that in uh, another place, which was a tiny bit bigger. And then uh, I've moved uh, since then to here. And now I've just signed a five-year contract uh, for a freehold lease. Uh, for uh, a beautiful, uh, beautiful house. Uh, well, it's a house. It's a, a penthouse, which is uh, awesome. So nice, comfortable, and uh, finally have enough time to, uh, you know, relax a little bit, which is nice. That's nice. Well, we should tell the the audience um, what it is that you do um, because there's kind of a bit of an inside conversation at the moment. So, are you oh, still yes. working for Commission Crowd? Absolutely. So the, I, I did quite a quite a fair few things. I guess you call me a a little bit, a little bit of a jack of all trades, uh, which okay. is by the way, tell us what you do, which is good. Uh, but uh, mainly motivational speaking, um, kind of, uh, uh, you know, people call it motivational speaking. I just uh, would much prefer to think of it as pro uh, provocative talking um, okay. on on stage, uh, and by that I mean pro uh, provocative in so much as making people think and ask actually the right questions uh, about their lives, um, and also work. We're as now the chief revenue officer, uh, so uh, that basically means anything to do with money, uh, is my remit. Um, you know, in the new clients, new uh, you know ideas, partnerships, stuff like that for a commission-only sales platform. Uh, that is uh, essentially it's just a one-stop shop for anything to do with uh, commission-only sales for both parties involved, commission-only sales agents and companies, 
And then I'm a dog daddy, and then I do uh, spearfishing and tons of other cool stuff. What is spearfishing? I have no idea what spearfishing is. That you literally get a spear like uh, Tom Hanks and Castaway and throw it into the. <laughs> is that what it is? I'm good, but I'm not that good, man. I wish, okay. I wish, I wish I was. No. So um, basically, it's uh, you have a spear gun. Um, well, you might or might not, uh, but I have two anyway. <laughs> So uh, you basically, you go out um, with uh, either a wetsuit or without a wetsuit. You swim out. You uh, basically hunt fish. Um, oh, uh, Hunt fish with, with a spear gun. You're under the water for, you know, four, five, ten minutes. Uh, have to be hyper aware and vigilant of what the hell's going on around you because it is still the ocean and you might die, uh, which is never oh, good. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, having nice, sharp, pointy knives and uh, a spear gun. Uh, is uh, naturally uh, pretty dangerous in itself, but uh, a nice little pastime hobby, uh, which uh, I love to do because it's also environmentally friendly, Karam. Uh, you know, I, I don't don't like going to the, to the shop and getting it when I can, you know, suffer, struggle uh, a lot. And uh, oh, you know, okay, so so you basically get, get your own fish now. Okay, yep. never never buy it at the supermarket anymore, man. Can't do it unless unless it's salmon because there's no salmon in the Mediterranean. Okay, proper bear grill stuff that is, like manly stuff. Oh, you should have seen it, man. It was, uh, uh, I have uh, my, what, my best friend uh, flew over actually from, uh, from London. And, um, you know, he's seeing me put on, uh, so I bought this crazy expensive wetsuit, which is like the one that they use in the Arctic to go, um, you know, surfing and sometimes diving. Uh, so it's like really thick, really hard to get on. Uh, but, you know, the, <laughs> he made me laugh because I'm, I'm putting on like my knives and I've got, you know, my uh, inflatable kits uh, because you have to have a boy because otherwise, you know, the, the boats oh, won't okay. have any idea where you are. So, you know, you kind of don't want to end up getting run over by a boat or some doing kite surfing or whatever. So you have to have five meters. Uh, so it's a maximum uh, radius away from you of five meters that you can have this boy. So, uh, you know, seeing me, you know, kit up and everything running out, he was like, dude, you look like freaking James Bond. What are you doing? Um, you know, and uh, it's quite, kind of interesting because um, to go to the beach, I was still in my, my like proper normal work suit. So I went from work suit into James Bond style kind of, um, uh, sort of well, wetsuit, which was uh, hilarious, um, as is most of the stupid stuff that I do. I don't think guys get a chance to um do that kind of stuff as much especially like where i live in london guys don't get to do guy stuff anymore i don't think it's hard way to do the guy stuff did you find it a lot harder in london yeah uh do you know what i must admit london is uh it's 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 very difficult i think um you know particularly for outdoors activities i mean yes look you know that there's running you can go to the gym uh, you know, you can put away, eat healthy, go jogging, get outdoors. You know, there's hundreds upon hundreds of parks uh, and beautiful ones, too. And, you know, it, it, it kind of depresses me that people are uh, they choose to be so tired after work because, you know, they're not eating right. They're not sleeping right. They're not dealing with their stress and their problems that, you know, come the time that everyone's finished at work and bearing in mind, of course, at work that they haven't even accomplished anything there. They just sort of slouch in front of a computer all day and nothing is challenging for anyone. So that, you know, come come five o'clock, everyone's just like, screw this, man. I'm going home and I'm going to sleep. 
because or, or either that or I'm going home and I'm watching TV and it's it's really depressing. Very and, routine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah Whereas it sounds like what you're doing is quite. I mean, I I'm trying to visualize myself. I mean, first of all, I would be a weight. I mean, I can't swim very well, um, and I would be very afraid to be in the middle of the ocean, uh, like on my own in that way. And also, then with this, I mean, a Muslim with a spear gun, a brown face with a spear gun is probably yeah, not good. Yeah, that's action, right? uh, yeah. I <laughs> uh, I I'd, uh, I'd advise against that. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, that that doesn't yeah. sound like it's it's going to. Let's end let's too call well. a spade. So yeah, I think that would be quite. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it just, it actually sounds, uh, it sounds very therapeutic in a lot of ways. Like I, I really struggle to find activities that can help. Like, in fact, my, um, my specialist, he said to me, you need to be doing at least one or two activities a week that make you feel yeah. like a man. The last time I did a couple of those activities, one of them was the punching bag. But now that I live in a flat, you know, setting up a punching bag is actually really yeah, hard. That's, that's uh, hard. Uh, when I was on a racing circuit in Germany, but I can't do that every single day. I was driving around in a Porsche, but you can't do that every single day. But well, it's not yeah. what you're doing, it's probably getting your like heart pumping on a very regular basis. And it, it must be, it just gets you out of your head, right? Oh, it's tiring. It's, it's, it's tiring. And uh, I mean, it, it's, it's more, it gets you out of, of, of the norm. And, you know, yeah. particularly, particularly when you're, when you're in the ocean, because it is, I mean, it's one, it's what one of many, many, many things that I just love doing, but it's, it's being in, um, and this, you know, is also from a metaphorical sense as well, putting yourself in dangerous situations will make you feel like a man because you'll feel like you've actually accomplished something, right? You're like, Oh, actually I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not this weak, little thing just you know struggling every day to even wake up in the morning and you know it does it, it gives you energy and you know on top of that you know if, if you want to look into the you know the psychology of this um kind of a mindset as well um you know just putting yourself out there and doing you know things but you know on top of that you know i do a lot of uh so i, I play guitar now uh not very well but you know i'm learning um and you know, I, I do painting, drawing, art. Uh, wow! You know, run around with dogs at the dogs park like an absolute lunatic in a suit, playing around with thirty dogs. Um, you know, are talking to random people in the street, just actually living in the world rather than living in your head. Or um, in the phone. You know, but because yeah, no, living in the head thing is, is is what I'm like. What I'm talking about is that. I don't, I, I don't know what it's like for women, but I think that the need for the guy to be able to get out of his head in the way that you say, to be able to face some sort of danger in some way so you can feel accomplished. I just think that's really um, disappeared. I remember when I was growing up, like my dad would always be working on the car and, you know, he's changing a tire and he's fixing the, whatever it is in a car. I can't even remember now, but like the fuel injector and the carburetor and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I'm sure some car nut will pull me up because I, I can't remember what the details of the car Someone's going to do it, man. Don't, don't yeah, care about you know, it. He would, it would, um, uh, you know, I'm sure he would feel very accomplished at the end of the day or even just washing the car or like, you know, mm -hmm. just, just working on the car. But I think especially like where I live, for example, I mean, you can't work on your car over here yeah. because I live in a flat block. So in the, in the car park, you know, there's no, there's no scope to do something like that. Yeah. But I think, no. do you, do you, do you not think that the, the fact that the guys don't, even their body's craving it, their soul is craving it, but the fact that it's so switched off because they can't find a, a chance to do that, that it must be uh, doing something to their psychology or their mental health. Like they just become, 
I mean, I'm not trying to be uh, insulting or disparaging, but it, it, must, that must be what's leading them to feel like lesser men, and then it comes out in other ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I, in other ways. I definitely kind of uh, agree with that to, to a point. I mean, I, I, you know, real men, in, in my opinion, that, you know, the actual meaning of a man uh, and as, uh, you know, to be a person, right? I mean, it's, it's one thing to talk about, uh, you know, masculinity and so on. But, you know, for you to be happy as a person, you need to be capable of doing something. You need to feel useful in, in doing something because, you know, the second that you don't feel useful, yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on, on, on the head because, you know, the second that you're not doing anything useful and you can't do X and Y, then, you know, you begin to then obviously close yourself off because you, you don't want to experience failure, right? And uh, when you're trying so many things and you're failing at them and it's not working, uh, you know, it's like, again, going back to spearfishing, for example, um, and, and, you know, in fact, I'll go one up, moving to a different country where they don't even speak a word of, of your language and you don't of theirs. Um, you know, putting yourself out there and not being, uh, you know, afraid to not just fail, but also not to take yourself that seriously, because everyone takes themselves far too seriously and thinks, oh, OK, well, what happens if, you know, if, if I fail or you know, I mean, come on, man, who do, who do you think you are that you're, you're that amazing at everything that you're going to do everything right first time? You know, it's, it's just give yourself a, a bit of a break. You know, you, you're going to learn stuff. And as you're learning those stuff, you know, of course, it's not going to be easy, you know, and, and you're going to mess up. You're going to just do the wrong thing probably time and time again, you know, but don't be so harsh on yourself to the point where, you know, you're you're then becoming a, a recluse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and, and like you said, turn, turning, turning to alcohol, smoking. You know, I still smoke. It's a terrible thing, and I'm trying to change it. Uh, I've given myself now two months, but, uh, okay. you know, maybe I feel. Alcohol, I mean, alcohol, I, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. I used to drink um, a lot, a hell of a lot, uh, particularly when I was in that place with three roads, because I was incredibly bored, um, and uh, I, I, I guess more, more, more anxious. And I was, I personally wasn't putting myself out there. So rather than me putting myself out there and actually doing something and being like, oh, you know, cool, you know, doing stuff like, like I do now, you know, go out on a hike uh, by myself just on, uh, when was that? that was Sunday. And then, uh, you know, go and, and just start chatting to some random guys, end up partying until four o'clock in the morning. That's kind of like a, a reasonably healthy thing because it's all real life, right? It's not like I'm, I'm going. It's mixing with people. Exactly. You know, you, you, you've got to have a, a social life. You know, otherwise you're just shooting yourself in the foot straight off the bat. Who, you know, how are you going to feel like a man if you're sat around all day at home, lounging around on the sofa, eating crap, and, you know, then you're putting on weight, then you start getting spots, then your, your skin goes terrible because you're not getting sun, you're not getting any exercise, you're not happy. Of course, and then on top of all of that, Karam, then we've got this whole feminist movement, which is just, you know, got way out, out of hand. Um, you know, and it's, it's all of this, these different aspects, not just of society, but society adds to it. But it's all of these different aspects of, of you not actually being brave enough to go out there and do it or, mm. you know, be wrong. That, that's really Do you think that um, this whole thing that you're talking about um, 
uh, including the feminist movement, but this this thing with men not feeling like men um, and not, you know, and then turning into recluses. Don't you think that's accelerated in the last several years? Significantly. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it, it, it comes down to um, really the, this whole SJW thing. Well, I mean, so obviously there's, there's this whole movement now, um, which essentially, if, uh, again, if you want to look into to the more uh, factual side of things is, um, you know, all of these people essentially getting offended because they've been guarded uh, by their parents. Now, all the, this whole sort of movement then of guarding your children, when did that start? That happened around the 80s uh, when, uh, you know, in, uh, particularly in the USA, it was like every single day. And even today, you know, there's like this, this real uh, accessibility to information, thanks to obviously the internet, thanks to, um, uh, you know, uh, tabloids and so on. But back in the 80s, there was this whole thing about, uh, you know, childs being abduct, uh, abducted and stuff. Um, you know, and and so, of course, that sort of installed fear into the parents and the parents are like, no, let me protect you. And rather than, you know, the, the parents sort of saying, uh, I was listening to uh, one of your podcasts. Um, uh, I forget the guy's I mean, name. So, really, yeah, so. probably. Yeah. And, you know, you guys were talking about, you know, kids and, yeah. you know, what's what, what's going to happen if you're protected from the world? is naturally what we're seeing happening now, whereas this millennial, uh, millennial rather, generation does, doesn't want to work. And I'm saying this as one. I'm 23, right? I'm 23. Um, oh, you know, I'm wow. not doing bad. That's a right? lot of insight for a 23-year-old. It's a lot, man. I've, li I've lived a lot, loved a lot, and uh, got some more to be doing, right? But it's, um, it's, it comes down to the point that, you know, when, you're, when you've been protected and when you've been given so much, and when your parents have, have basically been telling you every single day for your entire life, you know, maybe 20 years, 20, 30, you know, however many years, when your parents have been telling you all of the time, you're possible, you're capable, you're amazing, you're the best person in the world, you're the best kid ever, um, you're going to have some sort of a subconscious, um, you know, psyche to that, where you're like, yeah, I am, I'm great, I'm amazing. And then the second that you go out into the world, boom. There's life, chaos, madness, just people telling you what to do. And you're not the best person in the world, all of a sudden. And it's going from this one extreme to, of, of protection into then life. And then from that, then, of course, you know, you're going to be like, oh, wow, I thought I, you know, I was told by my parents uh, that I was amazing for you know, however many years. And because of that, now I'm going out and, and I've got all of these hopes and dreams you know, it's like maybe you're not cut out to be a CEO. You know, maybe you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur because you don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're not, okay? And just be honest with yourself because not everyone's right for everything. You know, I'm, I'm not right for plumbing at the moment because I have no clue about it, um, mm. you know. But can I learn about it? Yes. Does that mean I'm going to be incredibly good about it? No. Um, doesn't mean that I'll have be able to fix some stuff. And again, going back to that first point as well, you know, does that mean that I can be more capable and do more things and be more useful than someone who doesn't know that? And the answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. That makes me a more useful person within society to know. And that way, again, you know, 
you you start talking to people, getting more friends, and then you can help people, which, you know, I'm pretty sure that like 99% of people do, do want to help other people and it makes them happy. Otherwise, you know, there's, uh, well, if you want to go there, 2% of the uh, population being psychopaths. Um, but, you know, most people do genuinely like helping people. And, you know, if you do like helping people, why not learn some, some cool stuff that you're interested in and do stuff? You know, if you're, if you're, like, if you're a creative person, like painting, you know, rather than just painting for you, go to us, you know, make, make your, your hobbies like social, right? You know, there's, there's painting classes everywhere in the Western world now you know, where you can go and be around people and, you know, do a, a life, uh, what, what, what do you call them, Karam? Uh, a life drawing or... Live painting, I think you're yeah. talking about live yeah. yeah, one of those, you know, get out, get out and do it, meet new people, put yourself a little bit, just a tiny bit, because you're still going to have fun, right? You're still going to have fun and enjoy it. This is fascinating. You're, you're really fascinating me because... Okay, and I, this is this is not to be disparaging of you, but for a twenty-three-year-old to have recognized these, recognized that masculinity is is in crisis, um, and to say, okay, you know what, I can't I can't live my life in a recluse kind of way, that's pretty phenomenal. I mean, that's very rare. I mean, I, I have to work with people of all ages all the time, but somebody with the kind of foresight that you have uh, is incredibly rare. Where has this I come from? Where, when, when did you? Um, what, what, what were the kind of defining moments for you that you made me think, wait a minute, I, I have to do stuff that makes me feel like a man. I've got to be careful about this. Or, you know, where did all that come from? Hmm. I, I mean, it's, I, I would say it first kind of starts off with parents getting divorced, moves in then to, you know, being abused uh, quite severely as a child, mentally, physically, oh um, right. you know, from eight years old until 11 years old, completely wow. going off the rails. What, you know, whatever kind of drugs you can possibly imagine. Um, wow not going to school, not wanting to do anything, uh, then, uh, you know, not really having any support at the time, bless her, from my mum uh, or my dad about, uh, you know, but bless them, they didn't understand. But, uh, you know, naturally, when you're going through all of that, um, you know, basically alone, you then are, I mean, you know, you can look at it two ways. You can, you can, all, you can do what most, um, you know, I, I mean, I put, men into three different categories personally you've got boys uh you know just running around like a headless chicken partying all of the time not doing anything positive yeah. not contribute yeah you know not not uh contributing to society have no fr uh, no real friends there's a big difference between real friends and yeah. people who are you know just there with you right real friends yeah. want to see you happy and successful and they don't have any problem in saying to you look you're you're really messing up right now dude you're really messing up you need to get your get your life together because um you know that's that's a big thing and those those kinds of people they are men who will turn around and say that to you and i say men you know we're again just talking about uh, you know this particular sex um same same with women uh categorized uh, essentially the same and then you have you, you gave me three categories you got you, you gave me boy which was the hedonist then you then you gave me then you given me men is that the two that's two right so what was the yep. third one so a man a man is someone who is getting on with their life and you know just moving things forward they're being uh you know responsible for their lives and they are you know at least somewhat in control of, of their lives they're not completely chaotic um and they have some some level of order in their lives 
Then you have been taken by the tide as well, right? They're somebody that are kind of swimming. They in amongst the the tide or the ocean current. They're yep. still kind of forging their own path in that. Yeah, That's, exactly. You know, and they're embracing the uncertainty of it all as well. And yes. the thing that I noticed the most is especially uh, uh, with the new generation that's rising now, what I, what I personally observed, and it, this is only a generic statement, is there's a huge fear of um, embracing uncertainty. Like anything that's uncertain or unknown, just don't want to don't go near it. And yeah. this, this thing that you're talking about, about uh, dealing with danger, I mean, danger is, is uncertainty, it's the unknown. It's and everywhere. you're practicing that on a, every, on a weekly basis, which means it's got to manifest itself in all facets of your life, whether it comes to dating, relationships, um, work, everything. And so it, it's like, it, even though it's not work, it's actually making you sharper at work, I presume. Absolutely. And, and you become, you know, me, obviously, as, as you know, my, my main role, um, you know, is essentially to make more sales, you know. So uh, when I first got into sales, I'm like, well, damn, this is a hard racket. You know, I'm getting told no, getting to F off over here and this and that. And, and you know, my first one was cold calling. And then I went, uh, I thought, do you know what? Uh, there's got to be something a little bit harder than this. Let, let me start from, from the bottom. And then I went to door-to-door sales, um, you know, can direct to consumer. That was, uh, that was hell. But, you know, the, the second that you're able to start to, you know, overcome those things and, you know, move on from that, that's when you start stepping up into these, you know, different levels. Because, you know, using your analogy about, you know, going with the tide, you know, uh, a boy is, is still there with, with their armbands, right? Their, their parents yeah. looking after them. Yeah. You're still yeah. at your, your mum's house. You've, got, you, you, you're, you've still got your armbands and you've got a life vest. A man can, you know, at least swim. But then you've got a gentleman who is who is so in their element and essence in dealing with, okay, cool, like what what's going on here? Where where is this tide actually taking me? And do I want to get out of this riptide? Because you know, I'm sure that you've seen all of and, and know about all of these sort of um, uh, people who have died through getting taken yeah. out by riptides yeah, into yeah. the sea. Yeah. There's a, a gentleman would say, yeah. okay, oh, well, God. yeah. I have to go. To, I have to go with this riptide up to a certain point, or I can swim out of this, no matter how hard that is going to be for me. Um, and and I don't mind suffering for now to get my life together, to put my stuff straight, and then to be better because of it. Um, and that that's really uh, it's a very difficult thing to do because it's you know for me it's taken me what nearly a decade just to get up to this point where I'm, I'm happy loving myself, being able to love and help, you know, hundreds of thousands, uh, hundreds and thousands of people even still today. Uh, and I'm not even really doing much um, other than having a hell of a lot of fun, but um, I'm working incredibly okay, so hard. Let me ask you this question. So I'm not asking you to reveal anything personal, but when you... Don't worry about the very like depths of despair when you're you're at your absolute worst what was what was the turning point for you what made you go okay i gotta aside i mean obviously i know when you i mean we see it in the movies and we see other people as well they get to the depths of despair you know they're yeah. either facing death in some way or just absolute uh, uh destruction in some way but what was the thing that helped you to realize that i have it within me to turn my life around um I know, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. So I tried to commit suicide a few times. And then um, my nan, who was, uh, uh, God bless her soul, was um, basically, you know, my mum at the time. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I, I went round to her house and uh, we sat down. We were having a cigarette together. I must have been about 14, 15 at the time. And uh, we were having a cigarette together. Uh, trust me, that sounds really bad socially. Having a cigarette 14 years old with my nan. I know how that sounds. Trust me. She's still amazing. Uh, you know, not perfect, but no one is. Uh, and, um, and, you know, we, we got talking. She was a, a very... Um, uh, emotionally intelligent woman. She's she had been through hell and back herself, uh, you know, raped many many times and so on. Oh uh, when she was uh, a child, so she she kind of was able to understand me uh, on a on a level which most normal people would never be able to. And her, uh, she trained herself. Um, I can't remember where, but in hypnotism, psychology, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that I know about now, uh, you know learnt through either her books uh, or you know getting additional courses and so on but uh anyway we get talking and uh, she's just like look what's going on with you because i can tell there's something up with you today and um i just i was just like no nothing she's like look you know stop stop doing this like tell me like what's going on and i'm still like i'm so depressed that i don't even want to push this onto her like, I don't want to be like, look, you know, I, I, I just want to kill myself now uh, again uh, and try and do it again. Um, rather than, you know, me saying that um, or saying anything and, and pushing that kind of a, a responsibility onto her, uh, I, I internalized it. But at the same time that I found myself internalizing this, she just turned around to, to me and said, look, how can you ever expect anyone to love you unless you love yourself? Yeah, and but that got I, through to you at that point, right? Yeah, because I was just like, man, I freaking hate my life. I hate my life. I hate that I'm doing all of these drugs. I hate my friends or my so-called friends at, at this time. I hate um, that I'm pretending to be someone that I'm not. And um, yeah, I need I need to to get this right. I mean, bear in mind, you know, I'd already had countless. Um, uh, counselors uh, I believe it was a psychiatrist at one point you know and, and just not none of it none of it helped you know uh, from that that feeling of isolation just from you know I, I was this little tiny just boy who was just there by himself who was happy then gets his his his, his parents torn and ripped apart um, with very little explanation and then you know this happens with my mum's ex and, you know, I was really just there alone suffering through it. And when you're that young, uh, of course, you know, you, 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 it's heartbreaking. But you're like, oh, OK, this is normal. This is like this is this yeah. is this is fine. And you, you have to be your best friend um, because you, you also have to, you know, you learn a lot about uh, obviously how to keep yourself safe in those situations. Because when, you know, you're threatened with violence a lot. Uh, and not just like when you actually receive uh, violence, you know, it's it's one of those things where you, where you have to protect yourself because otherwise you will get beaten up, thrown downstairs. This will happen to you. And, and so you have to kind of become more aware of that and what you need to do in order to 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 become more aware of, you know, what's going on uh, around you. You also need to look at what you're doing as well. So I think because uh you know you're so scared and you're so worried about you know messing up or doing the wrong thing and then getting you know the living hell beaten out of you you're like okay well let me be a little bit more careful what am i doing here that's causing this 
even though you know it's not your fault you're a kid but you you have to do that as a, a way of your psyche just protecting itself and uh, i think that's really where it mainly came from but you know i've been building on it ever since Amazing. and uh, still working so on let me ask you a question um if if there is somebody out there that's either 14 years old that you know uh, is going through that or somebody that's much older that's tried committing suicide and because i you know i mean i have situation myself but what would you say to that person now get some freaking help help. okay but where do they go for that help uh there's you know there's plenty of uh, and literally all that you need to do is is google it and i'm sure that they have googled it but they're too scared to do it and they're too embarrassed to do it don't be these are people who every single day you know he's having drink he's having a drink for breakfast he's having a drink in the afternoon and probably not not ready to change Probably not yeah, ready to change, buddy, and they're probably going to die like that. To be honest, that you know, and, and this this is the, the sad, the sad thing about it is, um, unless someone is is really, yeah, I mean, you can be in those positions, and I've been in those positions, right? And and I have been so annoyed and angry every single time that you know I went for a drink at night, or uh, you know, now I get I get quite frustrated with myself whenever I smoke. Um, you know, but you have to be at that point with whatever aspect of, of it is in your life, whether that is uh, a relationship, your relationship with alcohol, your relationship with drinking, your relationship with food, uh, your family, your friends. You have to be at the point where you are, you're not comfortable with it anymore. And, yeah. and yeah, no I'm one can get you there. The key word in all of that is yeah, there, of that it's a relationship. I mean, when you're eating food, it an, you're, you have a relationship with the food. Mm-hmm. A lot of people eat food and not realize that they have a relationship with it or they're drinking and they don't realize that this is a relationship and it's in my control and I can change it. Get yourself out of that. Uh, yeah. you, you know, get, put, again, get yourself out into society because, you know, I mean, we, we all know that, that you know, uh, and again, another thing that I find just, just ridiculous about society at the moment is, and this is probably going to offend some people, but it's, it's just true. If, you are fat and, and overweight, then you have o- over a 200% chance of dying through a heart-related disease in someone who's healthy. That means that that is probably a bad thing to be doing. So you should probably not celebrate that. That's why we don't celebrate smoking nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, smoking is a bad thing. We've got, you know, all of these, these crazy pictures and, and so on. To, to show people like, look, and, and now, look, uh, I mean, the, the National Health Organization now believe that by 2050, there, there's going to be zero smokers in the UK, which is incredible, wow. right? Absolutely incredible. But yeah, at the, same si- at the same time, because everyone now is feeling so uncomfortable and doesn't want to do these hard things and is so scared to go out there and do it, uh, it's, it's now we're, we're now celebrating obesity as if it's, as if it's a good, healthy thing. And it's a healthy image. Okay, fine. If you want to do that, you can do that. But it's not going to help you. You will, it's not going to help you. And Mm -hmm. you feeling good about yourself, you can be obese, you can be slim, you can be whatever the hell you want. But at the end of the day, you should be comfortable with yourself, but you should also want to live at least a reasonably healthy lifestyle and do your best. Because, you know, you're going to die one day. Don't forget about that. And it's kind of important, you know? Yeah. 
But you've kind of, I mean, it, it goes back to the, this idea that if we're not facing danger on a regular basis, then we don't, it doesn't, it makes us more subdued, more muted, we yeah. recluse, become more recluse, and then we don't go out and face those things. Um, yeah, and exactly. we just get getting carried away with the riptide, that thing is full circle. But okay, Life is let chaos, me, let me ask you this question, uh, which is the same question that I ask everyone. What, um, somebody off screen, who is your idea, what is someone, Sorry, let me start with this question again. Is someone off screen uh, that is your idea of of a man? Somebody that uh, you know of. You don't have to give names. You can just say no, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll give two. I mean, I, I would definitely say me, personally. Okay. Some people are going to say that it. that's, that, no, that's egotistical. But, you know, I'm, and and I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on that as well. So, obviously, when, when you've had... Um, you know, two father figures um, yeah. and in your life. I'm not saying well, my dad's still around, uh, lovely guy. Um, you know, have a reasonably healthy relationship with him now. But uh, obviously, my mum's ex is completely just gone out of out of the blue. Thank God. But uh, when you have two two men to see what not to do and how not to be a man, you can become very happy when you can see. Um, those traits that you wanted and needed as a child in yourself, you, that, 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 you know, that really does give you a confidence boost. But then, uh, you know, that also wasn't very easy uh, for me. Uh, but to, to add to that, uh, probably my best friend, uh, Jean-Paul, uh, he's amazing, amazing guy. He's, he's, got, uh, he's got two beautiful kids, takes care, looks after them, is still pushing his life forward. Uh, is now doing, you know, live radio shows. Uh, and, you know, bearing in mind, this is after he's, you know, coming on 50 now, and he's just uh, decided to start doing all of this, writing a book, uh, you know, and, and be, you know, putting himself out there. Um, so, yeah, definitely an, an amazing man. And all round, caring, considerate to everyone involved. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, one of the things as a man that you also need to do is, uh, you know, release the, the, the inner demon when, when you really need to, uh, because yeah. no, no one's, uh, I'm not going to sit there and just allow someone to disrespect me. It's either, you know, we treat so, yeah. uh, each other yeah, yeah. As, as equals or you slightly higher than, than I am, uh, or I'm just going to eventually walk away from you. Uh, but mm. you don't treat me badly. And he's, he's exactly the same as well. So, um, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the idea from, uh, from Nietzsche. Uh, actually what's really fascinating in all of this is that you and, and i'm glad that this is the case but you haven't mentioned anything to do with money that that what makes a man is his possessions or nope. how much he earns because it's not really a part of it i mean there's too many men who have their self-worth tied to uh, tied to money unfortunately which is a shame yep. um and that's a general you know the society that we live in the consumerist society Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, my man. You know, yeah. when when you're when you're a young a young guy and you know you're trying to find your values, and particularly my 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 kind of a generation, when you're trying to find values, and you know, let's face it, uh, 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 it's now fifty one point two percent at least within the uh, the USA. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, so it could very well be the UK, but fifty one point two percent of of ma uh, of marriages now end up in divorce which therefore means that you don't have a father figure to show you how to be a man. And most of the time, those father figures nowadays, uh, and unfortunately so, are just bad role models uh, in the first place. And, and you know, you it's need... A scary, it's a scary thought. It's terrifying. We're, we're losing family 
as 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 a as a society, we're losing yeah, family. Yeah. It's, it's terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. I really worry about the next generation. Okay, um, what? Give me an example of what you consider to be a man on screen. Uh, on screen. Oh shoot, that's a good one. I don't really watch too many movies anymore. Um, Just hmm. from memory, TV, movie, anywhere, or even celebrity. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, so celebrity-wise, I would. Uh, I mean, it's although... quite damning that if it takes the. I mean, and I'm, this is not a criticism of you, obviously, but the fact that I mean, everybody that I've asked so far, they really have to think about it, and that's it's... quite. That's quite revealing in itself that you know it takes that that we yeah. just don't have those on screen even that we can yeah. really go this guy absolutely um and i mean i I would say more more so than anyone um that I'm currently knowing of that there's two and that they're um quite a contradiction from a, a normal social perspective uh, I would say donald trump and the the dalai Lama Donald Trump, wow. Okay, what are, your, what are your reasons for saying Donald Trump? Uh, he's actually helped America from uh, not just a financial perspective, but uh, uh, also a social perspective, because, uh, you know, that we, you've had the, the leftist parties have gone, you know, way, 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 way too far. Um, his um, stance on, for example, illegal immigration, and this, you know, everyone's trying to pull this up. You know, it's, it's illegal. Okay, like if you kill someone, that's you you go to jail for that. If you do anything else illegal, you will go to jail for that. If you're in a car and in, in let's say, uh, I don't know, South Dakota, and you're, you're in a car as, as, a, as a parent and you're drunk and you have your child in the back of the car, that child will also get taken away from you because you're, you're, you're illegal and you're doing the wrong thing. Is that particularly right? No. Uh, but most of that comes from Obama's policies, which Trump's actually trying to change because he thinks that it's inhuman. Uh, he's also trying to, um, I mean, he's, he's done a lot of really good things. Uh, you know, sure, to, you know, you can point out his, his, he seems a bit misogynistic uh, and is a bit uh, out there. But, you know, that's what's needed to counteract the, you know, the flip hand side at the moment of, uh, you know, people just having no clue on the far left, uh, you know, like, for example, uh, Antifa at the moment, uh, the um, anti, uh, what, 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 what do you call them? Um, Anti-fascist movement. Uh, um, I can't really follow politics there, but. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting because it's, it's, it's just everywhere and I'm very concerned about the way that things are going at the moment. I consider myself very in, in, in between both the left and right. But okay. uh, the, the anti-fascist movement... Yeah, the anti-fascist movement is basically being a fascist movement in, uh, number one, not allowing people to, to have their free speech. Number two is uh, quite literally silencing people uh, for uh, speaking up uh, against their, their personal, personal views and moral codes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very firm believer in, in free speech in, in any country uh, because without free speech, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you, you will end up, if, so long as you're being a truthful and honest person, you will end up pissing someone off and offending someone. You will. And that is a good thing because you, if you're doing the right thing and you're even trying to help people, then yeah, you're gonna come across these really hard questions that and people that's how you have. Get to the greater truth. You can't yeah. get to the greater truth without having 
uh, a strong opposing opinions. You can't absolutely. Get and I think we're so afraid of well, I, I disagree with that other person that it, it just nothing goes anywhere. Yeah, there's no there's no conversation anymore. There's there's yeah. uh, no, yeah, yeah. All right, Michael. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on board. I really love the energy and the gusto, and it was really fascinating to get to know you. And I know we've kind of interacted uh, uh, work-wise a little bit before, but I haven't really got to know you as a person. So this has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much no, for giving more than welcome. time. Thank you more, so much. More, more than welcome. I'd love to see videos of you doing the spearfishing thing. If I'm ever out in Spain, I might come and watch. I probably still won't dive in. Yeah, don't worry but, uh, about it. Learn, learn how to swim first, and then, and then okay. we'll, we'll dive in the deep end. Nearly uh, there. With, one day. with, with the jellyfish and the start and the sharks. All right, fantastic. Thanks so much for your time. Speak to you soon. Equally, man. Really appreciate it. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Take care. Well, that was a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any thoughts of your own on this particular episode, then uh, please do get in touch. Um, if you just do a Google search for me um, at Khurram Malik, I'm at Khurram Malik on Twitter, I'm at Khurram Malik on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook. Reach out to me on any of these networks. And um, if you have some thoughts of your own that you'd like to share, I can send you a voice message link where you can send in your, in your own voice messages. And then we can share them in the next episode or at some convenient time. But if you feel anything you want to share, anything you want to say, anything you want to ask me, anything you want to talk about, the whole purpose of this podcast is to create discussion, is to create discourse, but civilized discourse, of course. I can't believe that has to be said in this day and age, but it's a disclaimer I want to put in there. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to speak to many people about this as possible. And I specifically say people, I want to speak to men and women, um, old and young, from England and from America and from anywhere, from Japan, wherever you are. Um, let's get all sorts of views, let's get all sorts of ideas, and let's talk about this. And for now, peace out. <laughs>